Hello, hello, hi! Welcome to An Absolute Gag. It's the podcast where I like to talk to people about the moments or performances that left them speechless. I'm Tommy Bullington, and please only talk to me about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City from now on. <laughs> That's going to be my only discussion from now on. You know, everybody's going to talk to me about the new administration and stuff, and I'm going to be like, yeah, no, I understand. But also, Mary is married to her step-grandfather, and we need to talk about that. Like, that's the serious time. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Sort of. Hi! Oh, I'm so glad you are back. And today, oh boy, oh boy, do we have a great guest today. My guest today is the amazing actor, musician, comedian, it just all around hysterical, funny, funny woman, Tiffany Topol is our guest today. She's so wonderful. I mean, she was a starlet of the Chicago stage, and then she left us for New York, which is fine. We're not mad. We totally are not mad. We just miss her, okay? But when she comes back and does shows here, it's always incredible and wonderful. She's amazing. Like I said, she's a starlet of the stage. And also super funny. Like, really, really funny. I'm just obsessed with her. I'm a huge fan. So I was so thrilled when she, uh, when I invited her on the podcast and she said yes. Oh, she's so great. But before we get to that, let's go ahead and do our charity focus of the week. Our charity focus of the week, as brought to us by Tiffany Topol, is our good friends at Brave Space Alliance. Now, Brave Space Alliance has actually been a charity shout-out before. Uh, It was our first charity shout-out, so this is wonderful. I just, I love this group, so anytime that I can shout them out. Um, I'm a monthly donator, and uh, I just... I'm obsessed with them. So Brave Space Alliance is the first Black-led, trans-led, LGBTQ center located on the south side of Chicago, dedicated to creating and providing affirming, culturally competent, for-us-by-us resources, programming, and services for LGBTQ individuals on the south and west sides of the city. They strive to empower, embolden, and educate each other through mutual aid, knowledge sharing, and the creation of community-sourced resources as they build towards the liberation of all oppressed peoples. (laughs) So, they're wonderful. Okay, (laughs) I'm so sorry. Armand is outside my door screaming at me because, um, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) So I apologize. But, uh, so just ignore him like I'm doing. God, he's screaming. (laughs) But... But listen, uh, Brave Space Alliance is incredible. They're so amazing. And if you want to know more about them or learn how to donate to them, all you got to do is go to their website at www.bravespacealliance.org. And there's a donate button right at the top of the screen. And they are just, they're the best. We love Brave Space Alliance so, so much. And that is our charity focus of the week. Okay, so I mentioned it at the top of the episode, but I just, I got, listen, I got to talk about it first. (laughs) 
we were blessed. We were, we were blessed from the heavens with the show, The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Now listen, if you aren't like a Real Housewives person, that's fine. It's okay. I still love you. Um, maybe like a little less than other people, but like, I still love you. (laughs) But no, uh, this is, this is, uh, important television. It really is. This is the golden age of television. Fuck Mad Men. Fuck Game of Thrones. Fuck all those, those shows. It's all about (laughs) the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. We have Jen, who looks like a literal cat. We have Heather Gay, who is like, her name's Heather Gay. (laughs) Can you be more obsessed with that? And then we have Mary. Mary is a Pentecostal preacher. Pastor? I don't know. I don't do religion anymore. I gave it up a long time ago. But listen, she's crazy. She's truly crazy. And um, we're reaping the benefits of it. We're reaping the benefits of her crazy. She married her step-grandfather. How fucking creepy is that? But yeah, how exciting is that? Her grandmother left it in her will. It's an arranged marriage. Oh, God. Guys, I really need help with this because, like, I I just want to talk about it 24-7. Uh, a friend of the podcast called me on the middle, like, in the middle of a trip that she was in because she just needed to talk about it. <laughs> and I was like, girl, I am here. Let's go. Like, let's break it down. Oh, there's also a woman named Meredith from Chicago, but lives in Salt Lake City now. And she has a gay son named Brooks. Meredith Brooks. That's right. (laughs) Together, their name makes famous 90s, 80s, 90s, 90s singer Meredith Brooks. You know, I'm a bitch, I'm a liar. (laughs) How, is there anything better is there anything better? I don't think there is. I don't, I, you can try and top it, but, um, nope, this is, this is the top. You are, you are a twink on grinder. You are just not going to top it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Enough, enough, enough about that. I think... Listen, I'll talk more about it sometime down the line. Y'all, this is like, <laughs> it's the greatest thing. I can't stop talking about it. Anyway, let's go ahead and go to, oh, this interview is so good. It's so wonderful. It's so funny because she is just so goddamn funny I and charming and sweet and all of the above. So talented. Let's go ahead and toss it over to my interview with Tiffany Topol and her absolute gag, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <laughs> Welcome back to the pod. It is episode 15. Holy shit. 15 episodes. Listen, I'm so excited. For my guest tonight, because I'm a huge, huge fan. Uh, let's just 
talk about the credits, okay? Because she's got plenty, all right? She's been a part of the national tour of Xanadu. And once, listen, I love Xanadu, and I also love once so much. She's been on stage uh, all around Chicago. The last time she was here, she was nominated for a Jeff Award for her performance as Girl in uh, in Once at Paramount Theater. She also is a musician. She's got tons of stuff. She's so funny. Listen, TikTok owes her money because she created funny short videos before they were even on that app. Please welcome to the pod, Tiffany Tobel. Yay! (laughs) That's the crowd going wild. If you couldn't tell, that's the crowd. (laughs) How are you? I'm. No, I was going to make a joke, but now it's it's done. It's been passed. It wasn't even going to be good. The answer to your question of how I am is. I'm fine. <laughs> Full transparency. We are recording two days after the election. Yeah. And the election is still happening. Truly. Mm-hmm. We're counting the votes. We We're are counting the votes. <laughs> I, w- I was saying that I'm sweating so heavily right now. Part of it is because I just shoved dinner in my face. And the other part <laughs> is that I was just watching the current president speak on television, which was such a mistake. <laughs> I don't even like every time that I get the alert that he's going to talk. I'm like, no, thank you. Bye. I don't need this. No, I don't need this. Oh, hey, how are you doing? In you're in New York right now, currently, right? Yeah. And is it a ghost town? Is it the? Well, no. (laughs) I mean. I haven't been really outside of my neighborhood in Queens. So this neighborhood is not a ghost town. Um, maybe if I went to Times Square, it would look weird. But I know. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, you know, I- I'm n- majorly knocking on wood, but we've been doing so well in terms of COVID here. Um, mm-hmm. Our numbers are still low. I mean, amidst the rest of the country spiking and it's so sad, but we're still doing pretty well. I think it's because people, a lot of us have had it. And also Mm -hmm. we're just so good at following the rules. (laughs) (laughs) I also think there's something about like the, like innate attitude of like New York is when somebody's like, you're bad at this. New York's like, oh yeah, well, fuck you. Let me show you. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, this whole thing is just one giant um, audition. (laughs) Audition for being good at battling COVID. (laughs) Non-equity tour. (laughs) We're all in line. Bus and truck. Bus and truck, warming up under our masks. (laughs) COVID, 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 COVID. (laughs) Oh, I wish. Nobody's working. Oh, well, <laughs> Tiffany, I have a very important question for you. Mm-hmm. What is your absolute gag? My absolute gag is Pee Wee's Christmas special. Christmas! Hello, everybody. My name's Pee Wee. What's yours? Welcome to my special Christmas special. Starring me. 
This is so good. I, oh my gosh. Well, first of all, I have to say, you touched on actually like a, a dark spot in my pop culture knowledge. I didn't really grow up with Pee Wee. Like I was okay. obviously like alive. I mean, I was, I had knowledge of him and everything, but like for some odd reason, it never clicked with me or I didn't notice. And I think the thing was, I just ignored how gay this, (laughs) how gay everything. Uh, uh, It's true. (laughs) I was like, holy shit. Cause like I, I knew that like there were influences, but then I saw it and I was like, oh no. Okay. I was like, wow, this is this is intense. I loved it. I'm but so what what is it about this special that absolutely <laughs> gags you? I'm so gagged by the over-the-topness of it. Well, first I'm gagged that it's about Christmas. Look. <laughs> look, I Love Christmas. <laughs> Christmas makes me gag. <laughs> Earlier this year, COVID times, we had nothing to look forward to in life. And I said, you know what? I'm going to invent a holiday and it's going to be called Christmas. <laughs> May 18th, 2020 was Christmas. A month be- of starting like a month before, I put up all my decorations. I bought. Oh. A fake tree off Amazon for sixty dollars because I only have real trees. So and I obviously I couldn't get one in May. So I bought a fake tree, put up the decorations. My friends and I in our little bubble. There were there's four of us, me, my boyfriend, and my two best friends. We had a bubble and we're like, we're having Christmas. We bought each other gifts. We did the oh whole <laughs> thing. That is so smart. That's such a good <laughs> idea. Christmas. Christmas. Oh my God. <laughs> Christmas. Um, did you just like, did it just inspire you one day? Were you just like, we need Christmas now? Yeah, we need a little Christmas Christmas. right this very minute. (laughs) The great philosopher Jerry Herman once said. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. Him him and Pee Wee Herman. (laughs) Jerry. (laughs) The Hermans. Oh my God. Who are you, a Pee-wee or a Jerry? <laughs> Which Herman are you? I'm a rising twist. Pee-wee. <laughs> oh. oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, I love. I mean, I love Christmas too. It's my absolute favorite holiday, yeah. and a big reason is because Christmas specials like this. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the best. It's yeah, just so good. <laughs> so. That's number one reason I gag. Number two, uh, over the topness from start to finish. I think my first favorite thing about it is all the celebrities. So many celebrities. And I love that they like announce them right away. And it's a crazy list of people. <laughs> it is just, he goes down the list and it's just like, uh, uh, what? Uh, huh? Who? Uh, and like, <laughs> Not just like not just like B list or C list celebrities. Cher is on this special. And it's Cher from like late eighties, early nineties. Like, I mean, she is like yes. success, like s- successful right now. It and looks like she stepped right off the if I could turn back time yeah. music video set. I mean outfit <laughs> and everything. Both her 
And like Char- Charo is in it. Oh, Charo. Charo. And Grace <laughs> Jones. It's just, they, <laughs> it looks like that they said to them, you know what? Just come in whatever you're already wearing. <laughs> like, don't try and just dress for the children. Like, just whatever you got on from whatever thing you were doing before, just keep it on. Just come to the studio. It's fine. We got oh my God. Little Richard Little and Richard. Whoopi Goldberg, mm-hmm. Oprah. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Uh, Dinah Shore. Like, Dinah Shore. God bless. <laughs> and my favorite, the Del Rubio triplets, a.k.a. Who? <laughs> who? Okay. So I actually, I recognize them right away. I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> because, and I don't know if you know this uh, special or not, but there was like a, there was a TV special or TV movie about Alice in Wonderland, and it was like the really... one with Carol Channing. No, not the one. With... Okay, never mind. Never mind. I never mind. no. I yes, that one. <laughs> yes, that one exists on its own plane. This was like, or no, it was Mother Goose. It was Mother Goose. They were Mother Goose stories. Oh, was and it Mo- the rock and roll Mother Goose? The one with yes. Shelley Duvall. Yes, yes. And with uh, Little Richard and yes, like yes. a ton of crazy people, but the Del Rubio triplets, those, those three, I just know them from that. And it is seared in my memory forever. Do you know I, who they played? I can't remember who because they were. Because in my mind, ZZ Top were three men in a tub. Yes, they were. <laughs> You're right. Were they the three little pigs or something? They were just, or like maybe the three blind mice or something. Okay. I can't, I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. But it's funny you mentioned them. I. <laughs> they show up and they're in winter on top, summer on bottom. Mm-hmm. And they're wearing Capizio opaque <laughs> neutral tights. But those gams. Those gams look so good. I looked it up. They were 67 at the time. Oh, my God. But the gams of a Millican University college student. (laughs) That that was me. (laughs) Plug for my alma mater. (laughs) They're going to love this. A Google alert will go. (laughs) They'll be like, oh, we were mentioned. (laughs) Thank God. Thank God. Oh, now I want to touch on, I want to go back to Grace Jones because that was the moment that I was like, oh, wow, we have signed up for something. Uh (laughs) What is your like immediate reaction when she comes out of that box? First of all, Let's talk about just the music. It goes, wham, wham, wham. <laughs> There's nothing else like it. And <laughs> she comes out. She looks like she is emerging from the inside of a mannequin, like yeah. the way she's dressed. It's like she didn't finish, like, breaking out of the mannequin's body. <laughs> and she has, like, a headpiece on and, like, she has these, like, like blue, like they almost look feltish the gloves. She's oh, like, which she she sings, little drummer boy. 
don't know why. Probably because it's the only thing that she could sing in that range. It's just like a three note. (laughs) And as she's singing, she's like very seductively taking the gloves off. Like she's stripping. (laughs) I I wrote that down. I was like, burlesque little drummer boy. Like, like, this makes And then she does this incredible dance with Pee Wee, oh where God. he's doing his like n- well-known tequila dance, mm-hmm. and then she's like kind of doing like the jerk, but it's like, and she does this like the like, kind of nonchalant face where the eyes roll up into the back of her head, and she's like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> this is this is high low Grace Jones. It's like she's you know she's. On top, she's elite, she's classy, but she's showing you that she can have a good time. <laughs> she can play in the playhouse. She has fun. She's fun. I like also she was supposed to go to the White House. Mm-hmm. Like she was topical. She was supposed to go to the White House. She was supposed to go to the White House. Why? And why did they mail her? Let's see who who was president at the time. Was it was it Reagan? Was it Reagan? It's 1988 was when this came out. Or was that Bush by then? I think. Well, I think Bush got elected in yeah. that year, and then so, he would have taken office in '89. Oh, so people yeah. might be listening to this and be like, "Um, that's wrong," but whatever. <laughs> So Reagan wanted Grace Jones. Which does not make sense. <laughs> when you think about it, you're like, why would he ever want... Like, imagine Nancy like, with Grace Jones. Oh, my. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think maybe, like, Arsenio Hall was sending it to him as a prank. <laughs> Also, why is it Arsenio Hall? I was just picking like a very famous 80s like talk show host. I don't know why that came to my mind. But that's the beauty of this special is that he could have. He He would have been been on on it. It Just such an amalgamation of celebrities all over the map. Oh, Annette and Frankie. Like, Oh, my God. (laughs) First of all, the way they introduce Annette. Oh, As a callback so to the Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> Annette! Annette! It's <laughs> so brilliant. It gets me every time. That's always like the first moment that I'm like, oh yeah. I, <laughs> I, I remember how brilliant this is now. <laughs> and the genius of, there's a running bit throughout the whole special where Frankie and Annette like, do this like... These are craft cards that you can make. And Pee Wee's like, great. And then he's like, so make 500 of them. (laughs) And forces them to make these cards. And like the commitment by both of those. Oh my (laughs) God. Truly. my. So something I caught for the first time when I was watching today is when he says, what are you doing? And Frankie Avalon says, oh, I'm making cards out of potatoes. And the way Pee Wee just goes, what? (laughs) <laughs> what? Wait. it's it, everyone you have to go if you watch anything no you have to watch the whole thing what am i kidding find oh, yeah. that moment his what reaction it's so good it's, it's award worthy <laughs> paul what? rubens man he is what is your what is your what is your relationship with Pee Wee Herman? Like where was he like a big part of your childhood or He like- really was. I um when I was little, like 
you know, for, starting at three, four years old, I was obsessed with Pee Wee. And so was my brother. And I remember one year, it was probably like 1989, like right after the special came out, we wanted all Pee Wee stuff for Christmas. We asked for Pee Wee Herman pajamas. That was the big thing that we wanted was Pee Wee Herman pajamas. <laughs> and I remember we went, there's a video of us on Santa's lap and we're asking him for Pee Wee pajamas. And then the Santa started imitating <gasps> Pee Wee. <laughs> That's an immediate nightmare for me. (laughs) That Santa had special skills. He was looking to book. He was still auditioning. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) The casting director is like, no, it says you do a Pee Wee Herman impression. (laughs) And you can also... You can also name off all the states backwards, <laughs> alphabetically. <laughs> so he's, he just started doing, he's like, <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? Like, he started doing them. And of course, I was four and I thought it was the funniest thing, but I was also very shy. Yeah. And so I was like, I went, nobody can see me right now, but I was just like, So coy. I was coy. I was like clasping my hands in front of me and giggling and looking away. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) Oh, big Christmas elf. Make me laugh some more. (laughs) Make me laugh with your impressions. (laughs) Who else do you do? (laughs) Um, So we did get peewee pajamas that year. So that Santa really came through. (laughs) He did. In many ways. <laughs> I, think, I think your parents were like, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to the side. Like, yeah, we, got, we, can, we went yeah. to the right mall. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I had like figurines, of course. I had every figurine. I had Cherry. I had Terry. I had Jambi. I had all of those. I loved them so much. And I had the very famous Pee Wee Pull String doll oh really you had one of those i had one of those oh my god now i know about that like those were like a huge deal those are like a big collector's item now i think oh definitely along with it like a teddy rupskin or like teddy rupskin (laughs) what a nightmare inducing (laughs) dude teddy rupskin it's terrifying (laughs) terrifying especially when he broke and he was just like (laughs) really When any of those toys broke, they were terrifying. Even the pee the pee wee ours definitely started to break, and it was like, "I know you are." It's like Satan coming out of pee wee. It truly is. <laughs> I was looking at the pee wee um, Wikipedia today. Obviously, obviously, and this quote from David Letterman, he said, "What makes me laugh is that it has the." Itch- Pee-wee has the external structure of a bratty little precocious kid, but you know it's being controlled by the incubus, the manifestation of evil itself. So that's that was that toy. <laughs> when it was broken, the incubus was coming out. That is such a good description of I, this character. Because what I do love about Pee-wee and like that I just didn't have the knowledge of is that he's, he's such a jerk. Like... <laughs> Such so an asshole. <laughs> and that everybody's just like, oh, okay, yeah, we still love you. 
<laughs> Even at the end, yeah. like he doesn't actually learn the lesson. No, he does. <laughs> so, <laughs> I also laughed at his stockings that he put up. <laughs> he puts up giant, like his size, like sleeping <laughs> bags. Yeah. Two he, of them. He puts one up and he goes, I haven't even put up the left one. <laughs> like, That's a so, great joke. Oh my god. There, there were so many. Like I will say, like at first when it started and they started out with the uh fruitcake joke, I was mm-hmm. like, LOL. I was like pretty standard. Right. But then it kept on going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you've brought it to funny. Like I just Commit love it. Yes. And <laughs> and the ending, the payoff <laughs> of that. <laughs> so, so throughout this throughout this whole special, he's getting fruitcakes from everybody. Everyone is bringing them, and then at the end, he reveals that he is building a new wing of the playhouse made out of entirely a fruitcake mm-hmm. and two shirtless construction workers. <laughs> And this is another reason, this is the other big reason I gag for Pee-wee, is that it's just like the innuendo. Oh, yeah. Throughout, which of course I didn't like realize that that was funny or any, a lot of the stuff, how funny it was until, you know, like 10 years ago when I had revisited it after like seeing it as a child. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) The the Miss Yvonne moment where she like comes in and like... (laughs) Every item in the playhouse is like, come kiss me, including, I wrote, by icon, Cherry. (laughs) Because she says, come kiss me. (laughs) And I was like, oh, it's Cherry by? Congratulations. Cherry's by, for sure. She's absolutely. And then Flory's a real perv. Such a perv. And says, come stand over by me. Come stand over me. <laughs> Coming, Flory. <laughs> and when she says, don't worry, there's enough of me for everyone. <laughs> I love... Oh, Miss Yvonne. That Miss Yvonne. That is so good. I do love about Pee-wee's Playhouse, I do love that all of his friends that come by are so... Like, there's so many different kinds of people and they all look different mm-hmm. they're all different like ages and stuff i appreciate that and it makes you wonder where we went wrong <laughs> absolutely <laughs> i mean anyone who's gonna cast lawrence fishburne as a cowboy like it's so good and like so the, good. the king of cartoons and yeah. like and uh what's her face from uh, law and order she's the male person my friend who i was watching this with he spit out her name as if he said it every day and it's actually like a very it's a like it's e something it's e e, initial e E fabe butler (laughs) (laughs) actually if e fabe is on this it would make sense i would be like there she is (laughs) yeah pretty much anyone makes sense on this christmas special yes Actually, that's a brilliant way of putting it. Anybody <laughs> makes sense in this world. Because nothing makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
So everything makes sense. Oh my God. That just blew my mind. I love that. Oh my God. Whoa. I, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Dude. Dude. Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> I also love um I also love when he changes into his snowsuit. Oh my god. And <laughs> What would you give for that snowsuit right now? Like that was my exact thought. I was like, that is a sexy snowsuit. I mean, so good, so good. It's green. It's so fluffy. He just is like bounding about, but he's like still move. Like he can still move in it. So it's mm-hmm. like it's not like. The little boy in a Christmas story. He's not like exactly. Stuck, it's like, like if the little boy in a Christmas story grew up and was like, you know what? I want something that reminds me of that moment <laughs> from my childhood, but is functional. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then that's when he goes outside and he does a snow angel. First of all, yes, in uh, coconut. What did he say? Well, he says, if you don't have to be snow, just use 20 pounds of coconut shavings. <laughs> oh, God. And then he sees little Richard. Oh, my God. Little, I think I wrote down little Richard deserved an Emmy for this. I wrote down the exact same thing. I can't. <laughs> Because there was drama. So much drama. There was gravitas. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying, you're trying, you're trying. <laughs> I also love that he has a pillow on his ass. Oh, my so God. That, like, oh, it's so good. But he does. It's it's the thing that all the celebrities are doing in the show, which is they all look like they're having so much fun. Yeah. Like they legit love it. I mean, Katie Lang, I've never oh. seen Katie Lang happier in my whole fucking life. My my knowledge of Katie Lang, like yeah. I just think of Constant Craving, the song <laughs> Constant Craving, which at the time, like that's what I knew too. Yeah. And then that's like, wait, that's that's the same person? <laughs> Cuz she's like she's doing rocking around the Christmas tree and she's like Doing, uh, or no, Jingle Bell Rock, right? Jingle Bell Rock, Jingle Bell yeah. Rock. And she's like, got this deep voice while doing <laughs> Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell. But then she takes it up. She yeah. flips into this operatic soprano at the end, and it's so over the top. And it's gorgeous. <laughs> she also, like, God bless her. She also, a couple of moments, like, her body didn't match the, like, lip syncing she was doing to the song and so there's like there's this one moment where like she laughs and like she kind of goes into the body position of laughing like way before it happens in the track and so then she's like she's bent over and then all of a sudden it's like ah. <laughs> i was like oh katie no one needs continuity <laughs> KG does not need continuity. And what was she wearing? Like, <laughs> oh my god, she was wearing like the blue dress version of Pee Wee's snowsuit. Yes, no, true. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like so blue. <laughs> she was like so weird, like a western, yeah. long, almost like ankle length. I would you never would have seen her like some in something like that in real life. 
She was like, you know what? I'm going to pull this whole thing out. It's been a while. <laughs> she shows up on set and she's like, does this work? And they're like, sure. <laughs> Why do we keep insinuating that they all costumed themselves? <laughs> I mean, I'm convinced now. <laughs> because the attitude of the special is just so like, they just showed up. Like everybody yeah. just showed up and was like, sure, I'll do 10 seconds right this or some special. didn't even show up like i was i was joking too that like peewee had the original zoom meeting oh my god his, he did his phone is a tv phone yeah and, and some can. of those guests they just show up like oprah and Whoopi. they're just like hi peewee <laughs> all right see you later yeah. <laughs> i actually love with the Whoopi appearance which she's like well, I would like to be on next year's Christmas special. And he's like, oh, that's all booked up. Maybe right? two years. <laughs> and she's like, okay, I'll be there. And he's like, maybe. <laughs> and the way that he's like, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> remember. Remember who you are, Whoopi. And remember who I am. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Oh, my God. So good. Oh, also, so- the like the... They're so, like all these celebrity cameos are just that, like cameos. So some yeah. of them are so short, and the Jaja Gabor one oh. is so <laughs> short. And I never realized she actually does show up, but she comes in, she's like, Oh, Bui, hello, <laughs> I love you. And he's oh, like, I love you, Princess Jaja. And she's like, Okay, bye, <laughs> and leaves with a cow. Like, that's it. <laughs> Here's the thing, not the craziest thing that Shasha's ever done, I'm sure. <laughs> she comes in on Quaaludes just <laughs> Absolutely. God. Oh, it is wild. It so is wild. just wild. And then as you mentioned earlier, Charo shows up and nothing like nothing makes me happier than Charo, truly. I I totally agree. She is the embodiment of joy. Just pure, like... And talent. Yes. (laughs) She's so talented, but then she's so, like... She's just so silly. And I I really appreciate that. And when I... There was a second where I thought we weren't going to get a Gucci Gucci. And I was like, oh, no. Are we not going to get a Gucci Gucci? (laughs) We got it. And then we got it. And the way she did it, she was like, good. (laughs) She was like happy with it. Oh, she, God. And a shame that she, everyone had to lip sync because like, you know, we only saw her fake playing the guitar, but she's actually a great guitar player. (laughs) Just like the Del Rubio trip, it's all holding guitars. Not playing them. One woman was actually doing the the true like fingering, but the others they were just like uh, like waving their hand. They're not even guitars. They're just like (laughs) they're stringless. (laughs) Just gets in the way. Oh my god! Oh my god! Is is there any other like Christmas special that makes you feel this way? Like. Is there another one that kind of brings this feeling out of you? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) 
Good. Okay. <laughs> Look, I love a Charlie Brown Christmas, of course, like everybody. Right. But that doesn't even feel like a that doesn't feel like a Christmas special to me. That's just right. like a film of its own. Yeah. But it has that same sort of like this is for kids, but with adult undertones or yeah. innuendo in it. Yeah. Not I'm, so much innuendo in peanut stuff, but definitely no. like adult um they're more like things. Yeah, they're more like themes, like yeah. adult themes of the peanuts and like <laughs> slightly getting into like religion and everything. And you're right. like, ooh, watch it. <laughs> Which Pee-wee, of course, also did. Yes. Th- their own version of the Linus Lights, Please. Yes. <laughs> but it was even shorter. It was even shorter. <laughs> such a throwaway. They were like, oh, by the way, I guess we have to say this. Who narrated it? I can't remember. Oh, God. Which character? But they were like the Christ child. The Christ child. <laughs> Which I've the, never really heard that before. And I was like, LOL, that's really The birth funny. of the Christ child. <laughs> <laughs> was it Cherry? No, it's not Cherry. I can't remember who was it. Who was saying it? Well, it was definitely not. What's his name? Randy. No, Randy. Randy. First of all, Randy is MAGA. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Randy is MAGA and Billy Baloney is a libertarian. Exactly. <laughs> Randy is MAGA. He just also like I he popped up and I was like, oh, I've seen that boy on Halstead before. I know I have. <laughs> so that's why he's all like it's just so funny that they have this like greaser puppet, like yeah. always causing so much trouble. So much Randy. trouble. <laughs> he looks like the mean kid from A Christmas Story. Yeah, uh, Fargus. With yellow right? eyes. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> God, that kid was so scary. <laughs> so scary. I dated somebody who looked just like him. <laughs> I wish That's- I were kidding. <laughs> That's horrifying. Oh, it was fine. I got used to it. <laughs> that kid was Pennywise before Pennywise was even a thing. Oh my that god! <laughs> oh, so good what, lord. Do you think that we could ever recreate like the Christmas specials of the past, like that? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I love that it's kind of pulling from you know, your 70s uh, and 60s, like, variety shows. Like, it's kind of pulling a little bit of, like, Carol Burnett and, like, a little bit of laughing, like, that kind of quality. Do you think that could ever happen again? Gosh, I don't know. Didn't Mariah Carey put out one, like, last <laughs> year or a couple years ago? Maybe? Did maybe? she? I can't oh, remember. Maybe I'm making that up. See, the fact that nothing comes to mind of recent Christmas specials, does not bode well, but I think if we really put our mind to it, <laughs> we can start doing stuff like that again. I think, like, the closest we got was Drag Race did, like, a Christmas special, a holiday, okay. like, Drag Race kind of theme. And it was real, like, corny, campy. Like, they had, like, numbers and stuff. And it just... I guess maybe like RuPaul would be the closest to like Pee Wee <laughs> Right. Or didn't Bill Murray do one? Like, did it? Did I he? I think so. Something like that. 
it's, I mean, it's all <laughs> honestly, as we, as shown by Pee Wee, it's all about which celebrities you can get. That's yeah. all it's about. <laughs> so get as many as you can and it'll be fine. It's all about who you surround yourself with. <laughs> right. Right. But it'll never be quite like Pee Wee's because Pee Wee is such an iconic character in himself. So yeah. I can't even think of like, you would have to have a character that mm-hmm. right now that is that well known that specific and that larger than life and then surround that character with celebrities. Cause that's what makes it fun is like, what yeah. happens when you put Cher with Pee Wee Herman? What <laughs> happens when you put little Richard with Pee Wee Herman? Like that's what makes it so interesting. It, and it's not, you know, so we need something like that. Yeah. That's a good point. Like, and, and I love that. I love that. It's all about Pee Wee kind of looks at them like they're kind of weird at so many moments. Like he's just like, no, you're the crazy one. I'm fine. I'm completely normal. Oh my God. Oh, we didn't even talk about the magic Johnson sleigh ride. (laughs) Okay. This is another thing. I actually specifically wrote this down. I love the very sort of self awareness of the introduction of the guests. And that's my favorite one. PB looks right into the camera points, goes, look, it's magic. (laughs) Like, Oh, Hey. (laughs) Oh, here you are. (laughs) And it's so brilliant. And it, it just, it's, you know, winking all the time. He knows that there are a million celebrities and it's just so funny that they just pop up everywhere. Look, it's magic Johnson. Oh, hello, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> it's always their name. Hi, Dinah. Yeah. <laughs> Dinah Shore. <laughs> what brings you here? <laughs> I I need to do a deep dive of Pee Wee's Playhouse because oh, I was yeah. like, oh, if this is it, then I need to, I need yeah. to go back and see. Because I was just like, I can't believe it went away. Like, it just like didn't even register with me because I also think it was probably a lot of uh, young people's introduction to camp, like mm, yeah. the concept of camp because oh, it's no just question. like yeah. right away. And because it's so earnest and sincere with everything, but it's just crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I, I just think that's really fascinating. Like, introducing like kind of a high level concept like camp to kids and they get it. Yeah. Gosh, (laughs) I never thought of it that way. That's absolutely true. I mean, did you see Pee-wee's big adventure? I've never seen it. I've never, no, you've never seen it. Oh, you've got some work to do. I do. I have seen, is it big top Pee-wee? I was going to say, but you've seen big top (laughs) Pee-wee. So I, I remembered that as a kid, but like not a lot. I need to, yeah. Okay, I well, watch Pee-wee's Big Adventure. It's best that you didn't see that one as a kid because it's actually terrifying. Yeah, well, Large Marge. Like, Large Marge, very it, scary. <laughs> I, I have <laughs> friends who are solidly like mid-30s to 40s being like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't. Do I have to look away at a large March moment. Yeah. I haven't watched that movie in many, many years because of large March. <laughs> Just in it general, the Tim Burton, terrifying. Tim Burton at his scariest. That's probably not true, <laughs> but to me, 
it was before it became hack. (laughs) It was actually something interesting. It was. Oh my God. I was again, reading the Wikipedia page for Pee Wee today. And apparently he had been talking about making a new Pee Wee movie for so many years. Mm -hmm. And he kept saying, well, I'm not going to play Pee Wee. I'm probably gonna have Johnny Depp do it. And I was like, that is a huge mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have Pee Wee? Paul Rubens, you have more imagination than probably most people in the world. And you said Johnny Depp. (laughs) So, like, the amazingness of he created his whole career with just that one character. And, like, like, he's so talented, like, you know, in his other stuff that he's done. I mean, Mystery Men, listen. Which I've never seen. You've never seen it? I've never seen it. It's stupid, but it's good. (laughs) It's on the list. It's on the list. Yeah. But he, like, just that one character out of nowhere just created this whole man's career. And after I got done with the special, I actually looked up his Broadway show, like, when he went back. And the joy of the audience when he walks out, like, it's it's really sincere and lovely and, like, he just, from moment one, has them in the palm of his hands. And he's just, oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh my God. Where did you watch it? Because I actually, I still have not watched the Pee Wee Broadway. It's all on YouTube. Okay, it's all on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I I'm feel not- like my mom bought the DVD of it or something. <laughs> <laughs> have a it somewhere. Out. Yeah, I will. She probably bought it for me and then forgot to give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, my mom used to do that all the time. Really? Yeah, she would be like... My favorite was it was always on Christmas. And she would say, um, well, what did you think of, you know, this gift? And I'd be like, I didn't get that. And she'd be like, no, Santa didn't get you. And I would be like, no. And she goes, okay, hold on. <laughs> and her bedroom was at the log, like the end of a log hallway. And she's like shuffling through things. <laughs> Wait, oh was this when you were an adult or a child? <laughs> uh, it's happened a few Christmases. <laughs> oh my God. God bless. She just, and it's, but I get it. It's hard being a mom on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine. <laughs> I, every I think about back to all the Christmases I've had, and it, even this one. They're like, I don't know, they want Peewee this year. <laughs> you can just go get the Peewee pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> they like this dumb stuff, <laughs> right? Just what do they want? That's how. That's how. What? LOL surprise. <laughs> what is that? Webkins. Webkins. <laughs> Littlest pet shop? What is that? (laughs) Oh, I wanted Littlest Pet Shop so bad. I never, I don't even know what that is. Oh, there were like, so there was this, and I guess it still exists uh, in a way, but uh, children's toys, like somewhere between like in like the mid 90s or early 90s, they had like, it was all about how can we make things smaller? Well, I definitely remember Polly Pocket. Yes. So, yeah. And I had the um, masculine version of that, which is Mighty Max. And all I wanted were Polly Pockets. <laughs> I was like, 
I was like, oh, these are fun. I like these, but I used to take my sister's Polly Pockets and I used to make like Mighty Max like save her. <laughs> oh my God. Amazing. <laughs> because all relation, there had to be a central relationship in everything I played. <laughs> of course because it's so interesting we wanted they wanted toys to be very very small but also very very large because i remember i wanted nothing more than a life-size barbie oh really big one year and i never got it i'm like do you remember my buddy or kid's sister oh yeah yeah dolls that were like as big as the child there's oh those were so good or um we also had a lot of popples i loved (laughs) popples (laughs) (laughs) i don't like i also toying like people who created toys back in the 80s and 90s are probably loaded for just like the stupidest ideas like i mean all it is is a stuffed animal that you can roll up into a ball (laughs) and that yeah and you're just like god this is great yep or doodle bear do you remember doodle bear it's a bear that you can write on oh and it was like, wasn't like, it was real writing. It wasn't like Magna Doodle, was it? No, it was real writing, but the oh. but it would wash off. Like the marker oh. would wash off, so you could do it again and again. And I'm a doodle bear. I remember it, it was a, it was they rewrote the lyrics to Wanderer. And I'm a wanderer. That's right. I'm oh a doodle God. bear. I'm a doodle and doodle and doodle. And doodle. <laughs> Oh, and I also remember wanting Power Wheels so bad. Like, <laughs> I, oh my God, we had a Power Wheels, and I was fine with it. But of course, I did want like the Barbie one. I wanted oh, sure. the pink Barbie Power Wheels, and I never mm-hmm. got that either. It's it's ridiculous. I how expensive were those? Because I feel like that was the biggest thing. Is my mom was like too expensive. You In my mind, it was that. as much as like a, a car, a real car. <laughs> yeah. Same. I was it was like, not just like a geo tracker. Like, I thought it was a thousand at least. Like, <laughs> like, it really depends. It was probably like $130 or something. Yeah. I actually, I had a conversation with my mom recently about uh, during, at the beginning of quarantine, I bought myself some Lego sets to like occupy my time. <laughs> and I told her, I was like, mom, those are expensive. And she goes, yeah, and you wanted every goddamn one. <laughs> oh my god! She was like, "Do you see why I told you no so many times?" And I was like, "I was like, good call." How expensive are they? Well, the ones that I have are like they're like kind of for <laughs> like advanced, yes, and advanced legoneers. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so stupid. Saying. No, you're not. Come on, I invented a holiday. There was one, so there was. You <laughs> Don't feel stupid. There was one. It's a big set, but it was four hundred dollars. <laughs> I know. Oh, I thought you were gonna say forty. <laughs> <laughs> no, like these are like there's like a couple hundred. Like for like a really nice like big one, you can get. Like, it's expensive. <laughs> For some reason, you telling me how expensive it is makes me respect it more. And I'm like, oh, I understand now. It's it's a real, it's a vocation. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's wild because uh, online, some of them sell out so fast. 
Yeah. Because there's the VIP list. Like, (laughs) they release some early for, like, obsessed people like me. But I... (laughs) Are you on a list? Do you have a code? Oh, yeah. I Today I got the email saying that I can order. They just released a Sesame Street one. Like, old school Sesame Street. You can build you know, Bert and Ernie's apartment right next door and like all this stuff. It's super cute. But that's I was adorable. Like, I have no money. <laughs> Look, I was like that with American Girl stuff. Like you just want everything. Yeah. Like because everything is so cool. Like when it's made to be exactly the way it is and then it's like just so little and cute and you want you know, I was like, I want the little American girl mouse pad. Like for the Little computer. <laughs> Who were you? Who? Which girl? I was Molly for sure. My my. I have two sisters, and one was Molly, and the other was Felicity. Yeah, I think Felicity yes. was the other one. My first American Girl doll was a Samantha, so I was like a cross between Samantha and Molly. Yeah, I believe there was Samantha in the running as well <laughs> in yes. my house. I think everybody loved Samantha. I don't know why. I mean, I I don't know. But, like, she was definitely, like, the big one to get. But I loved Molly the most because I was very into the 1940s Yeah, um, as a kid. And so I loved her. Yeah, she had the cutest stuff and her, like, hair and everything and the little pigtails and stuff. And she was so cute. (laughs) Yeah. She had one of the things I got from her. God, we're so off track. um, Was (laughs) a little radio. And when you push the button, there was like a message from FDR. And then there was also a message from her dad who was overseas. That's right. Oh my God. It's so cute. I think my sister had to convince my parents to buy it for her by being like, it's involved with like World War. Like, please. That's what's brilliant about American Girl. It's that, like, yeah. But you know, we historically we can sell speaking. these things for so yes, we can make these things outrageously expensive. But mm-hmm. then, like, the kids got to be like, but it's also educational, mom, and they can't say no. <laughs> now it's like it's just chaos. Like, oh yeah, like- <laughs> their newest historical doll is yeah. a girl from the eighties. Oh my god! Yeah, get out of here. So it's it, it's officially over. My- it's officially over world. <laughs> My niece, uh, my youngest niece, she had like a girl who was like a Pacific Islander, like mm-hmm. and and one of the things she got was like a tiki bar that <laughs> 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 made like shaved ice or something, and I was like, this makes this makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> like, like, That's amazing. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, is that right? <laughs> I, like, I mean, I don't get that, but whatever. She was so excited. I think probably tiki bars, you know, over there are maybe a little less disgusting as going to one like <laughs> in this, you know, West Loop or whatever. <laughs> or like a one in Florida or something. Right. <laughs> right. It's not a cartoon. It's not Disney cartoon. Oh. Tiki bar. It's real. It's like a it's real, a real thing. thing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, so man. back to the Christmas special. I yes, that was everything though. I just I love that. I loved that journey for us. That was what a really, journey. 
Wow. <laughs> to the moon and back. <laughs> oh, is there anything else about the special that you wanted to talk about or like that any moment that you just need to discuss? Oh my God. I feel so, um, I feel so on the spot now. I wrote down things, but I feel like we talked about, so I just want to talk about some peewee things in general that yeah. I found out today that, um, seem important. Like for example, apparently his voice is on the star tours ride, uh, at Disney Hollywood studios, uh-huh. which made me go crazy because that's my favorite ride at Disney world besides the Muppet 3d movie, which okay. is not a ride. It's not a ride, but it is my literal favorite attraction at Disney. And if I go to Disney and I don't go to Muppet vision 3d, it's not even a trip to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ride of the imagination. <laughs> Much like Pee Wee's Christmas special. <laughs> I, when I was a kid, we went to Disney World and there was like a live Muppets stage show. It oh. was like, I, I vividly remember this, but like, it wasn't it, Muppet Vision 3D? No. Because Muppet I, Vision 3D incorporates a little of both. Yeah. We had, when we went, it was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids 3D. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> I think, not to be that girl, it was called Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. That's it. Yes, that's it. That's what it was. And then and then also my siblings got to ride on the bumblebee from, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was legit. Damn. <laughs> it was legit. That's so great. But yeah, Muppet Vision 3D, that is so good. Muppet that was 3D. The Muppets, just in I used to go when we got back from Disney. I would mm-hmm. act out Muppet Vision 3D in my house, like with my brother. I would like gather all my toys and like make each room. I don't know. I was just so. This should have been my gag was Muppet Vision 3D. And now, <laughs> I actually am like, why didn't I just do that? Oh, well. <laughs> Someone else can take it. No, I love it. I'll come back and do it in a year. Not the Vision 3D. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube, though. Oh, definitely. (laughs) I'm sure you can. One of my, like, when I'm, like, really bored, (laughs) I will watch videos on YouTube of people riding rides. Like, they're, like, filming the ride while they're doing it. It's crazy. Oh, that actually sounds a really f- like a really fun thing to do during, <laughs> during these times. <laughs> Nobody's during going on rides. The, these unprecedented times. Now more than ever, we should be watching people riding rides on YouTube. <laughs> this is the new normal. <laughs> this is the new normal. <laughs> I always want to just hit those people. <laughs> oh, me too. And I'm also God. like, listen, what, why are you filming this commercial? <laughs> this it. is the new normal. I got my SAG card. <laughs> I walked on set in a hazmat suit. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. oh, my God. Oh, I um, love this. I love it, too. One other really great um, peewee fact I found out today that made me excited was so apparently, you know, originally the character was much more adult and dirtier and everything. And I'm he sure. 
toned it down once it, you know, was clear it was going to be on TV and more for children, but he actually like really committed to it and really cared about like kids. And he wanted to create um, a sugar-free cereal. Like he was trying to, Oh, (laughs) he was really trying to like, you know, put out these messages of positivity and health and like all sorts of stuff like that. And apparently he tried to make a sugar-free cereal called Pee Wee Chow. (laughs) And it failed a blind test. So it never came out. Oh no. (laughs) But you know, you bring up a good point. He does like does with his messages and stuff. They are like great for kids. Yeah. It's just that he doesn't, he doesn't, it's weird. He talks to them like kids, but he also doesn't. Right. Like, but the character is also a kid. Yeah. We assume. <laughs> Actually, we don't know how old Pee-wee is, but apparently, again, more wikipedia he said that <laughs> um, he has a sister named Hermione, who was a Girl Scout. His <laughs> mother's name is Honey Herman, and his father's name is Herman Herman. No. <laughs> He went on to say that everyone in his family has a first name that begins with an H except for him. And uh, again, uh, this was again stated during a 1988 special, which elaborated that Pee Wee was raised in Florida. That makes sense. (laughs) Yep. Yep. But it's that specificity. Yeah. Like my, like I do character comedy too. And like, it's one of the most important things to me is just making things like hyper specific because that is always what is the funniest to me. Yes, so in in care in any comedy, but definitely in character comedy, it's just weird specificities that are like that. Just paint. It's just like a mosaic. Like you feel like you know the person like mm-hmm. from moment one because the person performing it has created this whole life for him. That's yes, it's so incredible, and it's like kind of a lost art in a way, like. I don't know. I just, it is one of those things where I'm like, oh, I don't think we'll ever have another thing like Pee Wee. Yeah. I think, why do you think that is? Is it just because everything is so bite sized nowadays? I mean, the closest yeah. we'll ever get is to a character taking off on SNL, but no characters take off on SNL anymore like they there, did there in there the are 80s, no 90s. There are no characters. The only characters on SNL now are on Weekend Update. Right. And they like roll on and they roll off, but like there's no like Matt Foley. There's no like nope. there's no wild and crazy guys. Like there's nothing that like all of a sudden would get a movie. Or, like, right. You know? It, it kind of makes me like the last person to really do, I think, memorable characters was Kristen Wig. Yeah. That kind of stuck. Like we all know Target Lady and yeah. like Judy's and like all that stuff. And but the, since then, like nothing. Yeah. It's she, really sad. Yeah. I wonder why that is. I don't know why that is. It's really weird. And then, like you said, the ones that do come up are on Weekend Update. And some of them I do love, like Vanessa Bayer, like her characters. Oh, so good. Those were really good. I also really enjoy Heidi Gardner. I think that she's like, I think she's like an untapped person there. They're not using her to her full potential because like, I love Bailey, the the YouTube uh, yes. <laughs> movie critic. Yes. And like so stupid. And I also love the boxer's wife is or every boxer's girlfriend from a movie. It's oh so my God, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but there are no more memorable characters. It's not like 
how it used to be. But I wonder if it's because, because Paul Rubens was so fine with being just that. And I think people now come in wanting to be like, no, but I want more, you know, they don't want to get pigeonholed. Definitely. I think that's absolutely true. Like there are people, nobody's willing to just give their life over to one character anymore in the way he did. Like, Pee Wee Herman got the star on the Walk of Fame, not Paul Rubens. Yeah. Yeah, truly. (laughs) Like being able to believe in something so much that you created and being like, oh, this is just who I'm going to do and who I'm going to be forever, which is almost, this is, this is kind of like a high thought, man, like one would argue that like everybody's doing that still nowadays, but just with themselves, like a version of themselves. Like an avatar of themselves. Yes. Which is actually true. So, <laughs> you know who's the only person I could think of that's like, <laughs> this is a wild, wild connection, <laughs> but um, New York Tiffany Pollard is only like from I Love New York and from <laughs> Flavor of Love. Like, she's just <gasps> New York constantly. Oh my God. Like, that's her only character. And, yeah. Like, but we love it and that's all we want. You know what I yes. Mean? Yes. I don't care about anything else when it comes to her. No. <laughs> I don't ever want to see her like try and be in a movie or anything. I'm like, just show up on TV every now mm-hmm. and then as New York and I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine Snooky trying to like rebrand? <laughs> It's just not going to work. So, That's the other thing. I think that the characters now, mm-hmm. yeah, are in reality shows. Like those are our li- larger than life characters now, yeah. not cr- not ones that are created by people's imaginations. <laughs> Unfortunately, they're just exaggerated versions of real people. <laughs> this is turning into a really depressing conversation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love it. (laughs) It's just really become like really existential, like Mm -hmm. (laughs) examining our lives and everything. Gosh, I feel now I feel um, a responsibility now to rebirth larger than life characters. Well, post COVID (laughs) knock on wood, post Trump America, please come on, Georgia. Also, I, I love that in a matter of a week, we're all like, Georgia's the greatest. Like, we love <laughs> <laughs> like, They're like, okay. <laughs> right. A state that I never think about. <laughs> That's not true. I did write some postcards for them, encouraging them to go vote. I sent postcards to Georgians. Oh, I love that. That's um, lovely. With my friends. That was That was my... I just civic duty besides actually voting. <laughs> my, my civic duty was constantly just bringing it up when I was talking to my mom. Great. <laughs> and she'd be like, I know I hate him. It's fine. And I was like, it's like, <laughs> right. But I need you <laughs> to tell me right now that you are going to go vote, but you're going to vote opposite of him. <laughs> like, right. You were going to vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> oh my God. Did, did she? I don't know. I'm not okay. for sure. Right. I I haven't had the conversation yet. 
we need to have to talk, Mom. Yeah. God, <laughs> I don't you... think my, my dad never votes, but I know that he hates Trump. I know. Well, I think <laughs> I think 2016 was the first year she didn't vote. I think she, I think my family didn't vote, rather mm. than because it was the whole like, you know, they're both terrible. <laughs> You're like, yeah, we know it's politics it's a two-party system (laughs) are they in illinois no they're in indiana even worse (laughs) see there their vote counts yes ish i don't know (laughs) has it well never is it very very red or has it ever flipped it's very red i don't know if it's ever flipped that's a really good question but like sections of it are blue like okay indianapolis is blue um Bloomington, Indiana is like the most liberal part of Indiana and it's always blue. It's like there's pockets of it, but that's why that's why we need to get rid of the electoral college because those people get <laughs> I this is all I've been doing all week is just ranting like this. <laughs> but the reason why like I mean the reason why people move from those Midwest states and stuff is because they feel not welcomed. They don't feel heard. They don't feel like their voice matters. And so if you just go off of states rather than people, like that's how you feel that way. So of course we all go to the coast or we go to, you know, big cities or something Mm -hmm. because we're like, well, yeah, because no matter what I do, it's always going to be Republican. It's always going to be conservative red, you know? Right. And yeah. that's why we need to get rid of this fucking electoral. <laughs> I agree. Ugh. Or at least rethink it something. It's clearly just not working. <laughs> <laughs> now, why do you say that? <laughs> <laughs> if Pee Wee ran for president <laughs> to bring it back. <laughs> Pee Wee is less childish than Donald Trump, but they have so much in common, actually. <laughs> They do. <laughs> they do. They argue the same way. They argue the same way. I know you are. What am I? I know you are, but what am I? They de- Trump definitely has two sleeping bag sized stockings for himself hanging in the White House. <laughs> They're the biggest stockings you've ever seen. They're big, <laughs> huge. <laughs> Absolutely. They are. Wow. Now we thought Randy was MAGA. So my, you know, both Billy Baloney and Randy, I think are like the shadow self of Pee Wee. And that's why he has those two toys that, you know, that he plays with. Those are like the mean parts of him that come out. Ooh, that's a good theory. So what is, what is Terry though? (laughs) Oh, what is Terry? I would love Terry's boys. Maybe, maybe Terry is Pee Wee's queerness. Like, I, as- okay, I didn't want to say it. Yes, that is absolutely, absolutely right. I'll say it. And so is Jambi. Like, I, I Jambi is like wild. First of all, that character existing is just crazy. The fact, though, that it's just like a regular white dude with green paint, presumably white, I haven't looked him up, with green paint on his face. He doesn't do a voice. No. Like He's not doing, he's just like, oh, hi, Pee-wee. Like, he's very well-spoken. Mecca like a hi, mecca hi, me 
And he's just here to tell your fortune and give you some wishes. Like, <laughs> In my dream world, it's played by the same guy who is Wilson, the neighbor on Home Improvement. <laughs> We've always seen his face. We just never knew it. Mecca, like a high, Mecca, Heidi Ho neighbor. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that was chef kiss perfect <laughs> thank you <laughs> also love home improvement so oh man that's that's probably the like most red state thing about me is i do love home improvement. oh yeah like it's so good but i yeah. i love patricia uh patricia richardson on it like she's so good so good and like she doesn't get the respect she deserves no <laughs> she was the glue of that show <laughs> In my opinion. <laughs> is it streaming anywhere? I feel like I want to go give give it a... Uh, Hulu? Is uh, it on Hulu, I wonder? Probably. I feel like they have like all of the ABC back catalog. Oh, I gotta watch. <laughs> Married with Children. Oh, boy. <laughs> we, weren't, <laughs> we weren't allowed to watch it. So, so many people <laughs> my our age, they're like, we weren't allowed to watch it. I was like, I was... <laughs> It was just because it was like trashy and stuff. It was raunchy. It was so uh, trashy. But my dad thought it was the funniest thing in the world. My parents kind of let me watch whatever. So I definitely watched Married with Children. Every night in fifth grade, I would go to bed and I would leave my TV on and I would watch Fresh Prince of Bel Air and then I would watch Roseanne. Oh. <laughs> I loved Roseanne. And then when All in the Family came on, I was like, oh, it's time for bed. And I would turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> whenever you hear those were the days I'm she was actually that like t- scared me <laughs> in the way that Wee's big adventure scared me it was like this is this is oh. weird i feel like i shouldn't be here like when she started singing uh all the way glenn mill applied like i i would be like this is weird <laughs> i used to get so mad whenever uh uh, you know, in the evening on syndication, there would be like, you know, Seinfeld or like the shows that have been on forever showing. And whenever MASH came on, I was like, <sighs> well, fuck everything. <laughs> I was the same way. I've never seen an episode of MASH. And I know a lot of people are going to like come burn down my house. But no. like. I don't know a person who really like loves MASH. I do. I know people love MASH. Oh my okay? god. I can't. I can't. I, I I guess I gotta give it a shot now that I'm a respectable adult. I should try and watch MASH. I, I had that theory about cheers as well. As I was oh. like, I feel like I have to be an adult to like get this. Right. Or taxi. Oh, taxi. Oh my I god. I did love taxi though. So good. This is so- I love this. I love this. We have just gone here and there and there. Uh, um, we're, we're like Nevada. We're just taking our time. Taking our time. <laughs> but taking our time, but I don't know, feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. Feeling okay. But feeling good about Nevada. And I think Nevada. That, I think that's why we're taking our time. It's because we yeah. feel pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> Let's go ahead and mm-hmm. add this Pee Wee's Christmas special 
into our book of yes. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. I won't say a word more. <laughs> Uh, let's wrap up with our gags of the week. My gag of the week is, and it's a belated one. I should have mentioned it earlier. Is it called uh, American Utopia? Is that <gasps> the, the David Burns cult? Yes. Oh it. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but he is one of my favorite artists of all time. I love David Byrne. I love Talking Heads. I oh my god! I couldn't believe it. Like I again, another blind spot. I I had no clue, and that performance, that stage piece, is so good. <laughs> it's oh. just so beautifully done, and so like inspiring in a weird way. Like it's like it makes you confront, obviously, what is wrong with our nation. But then, like, the way that he approaches it to be, like, but we're still here and we're still living and we're still creating that we can fix things and, like, there is a future. I just, it's so fucking good. Wow, I can't wait to see it. Oh, I highly, highly recommend. I mean, I, and, like, I, you know, I don't know the talking heads that well, so I came in totally blind and I still just loved it. It's so good. They're all like kind of bare. They're they are like barefoot on stage and stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And there was part of me that was like, "Be careful." (laughs) I know. Since high school, don't walk up. Please put your shoes on. Because there's always just shards of glass on stage. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, it is. It is tech. So there There are nails. There are nails everywhere. (laughs) And you're like, well, maybe you should be better. Like, get a broom. (laughs) (laughs) How about you? Do you have a gag of the week? Anything you've been loving recently? I loved The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Okay. Yes. Oh, my God. It's incredible. I have not watched it yet. But I have heard such good things about it. It's so good. It made me want to dress up and travel. <laughs> I love That's not my main takeaway, but like <laughs> you get the same kind of like, oh, I want to like dress like the way Mad Men makes you be like, I just want to drink dress up and drink all the time. <laughs> Although this character has a very big problem with drinking, so it kind of made me go, oh, I don't ever want to drink again. <laughs> but the show is so good. Um, I've I've heard I like that uh, Anna Taylor Joy the mm-hmm. yeah I think she's pretty good and I she just has those eyes those like giant eyes and like those just always work on film <laughs> just oh this, like, yeah they're great. I mean mesmer like weird weird looking and mesmerizing and beautiful <laughs> and unique all at the same time in that face and. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I've never seen anything else she's been in, but um, I'm—I was a fan. Of yeah, her. she's she's great, and I also love. I that's why I love Netflix is because like, what a wild like thing to give the green light to, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they're just like, okay, do it, because they released a trailer for 
uh, Shonda Rhimes' next show. That's okay. like set in like Jane Austen like era, and it's all about this woman who writes a gossip column, and like it's it's these little pamphlets that they hand out in the city and stuff, and people know all the gossip of each other, and like the cast is like multicultural and like all this like beautiful like different backgrounds and stuff so it just looks amazing but i love that netflix was like sure take our money do it like go do that it sounds so up my again like little niche like specific stories yeah specificity niche it's, i love it it's all about that <laughs> like there's, all about it there's an audience for everything like yes you should never feel that like nobody will watch or nobody will purchase or enjoy your art because there's an audience for everything exactly and sometimes <laughs> way bigger than you would thought because specificity <laughs> leads to universality <laughs> It's true. Like the more specific you get, usually the more universal it's going to appeal. Well, that's why, like, that's why I love this. Uh, doing this is because it is just hearing people just gush about very specific things, mm-hmm. like very specific. Like the the episode that's coming out um, before this one is about a scene in a movie. Like it's just oh. one scene in a movie and like it, but the conversation goes everywhere because it, it inspired so much. And yes. like, that's why I love doing it. But like, there is an audience for everything. everything. <laughs> Never stop making things. Everybody. Or start making things. (laughs) Which brings me to, can you tell the people all about all the things that you are putting out into this world? You, you create so much and like, just on your own, you just do it and you put it out there. (laughs) And again, there's an audience for everything. It's so, so much fun. So tell the people all about the things that you are doing right now or that where they could see you. Um. I'm on Instagram, even though I have taken a break since July, but I've slowly started posting again. I'm on Instagram at Move the Furniture, where I usually just dance, or Fanny T. Um, <laughs> I am making my debut album. I know that's so exciting. Which is taking too long. I feel like Frank Ocean, just being like, "It's coming, it's coming, it's coming." <laughs> <laughs> but it's going well. Mm-hmm. And then actually just before this podcast, I filmed a sketch that I like wrote this morning and my friend and I filmed it and I'll probably be posting it in like half an hour. Oh my God. I cannot <laughs> wait. Oh my- it was, a, it's a very time sensitive uh, parody that I had written <laughs> this morning and it probably won't be relevant anymore because things are changing so fast with the election. <laughs> So I have to once I, when I hang up, I have to go see if if my friend is done editing it. <laughs> I love that so much. I also seriously, I said it at the beginning, but it's so true. TikTok owes you because you started TikTok in my brain because I appreciate that, and I like can't with TikTok. <laughs> It's just, I tried it and I was like, this is one too many things. I can't. <laughs> but you were videos where you would take the filters from Snapchat mm-hmm. and create these characters. Mikey B is, 
is iconic. <laughs> Thank you. He's my Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Absolutely. I also love, is it Kaylin or like, who's the girl that auditions for The Voice? Um, Jessalyn McHenry. Jessalyn. <laughs> That's my, like 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 clearing your throat, and then we can drink milk. <laughs> Thank you so much. See, I'm like tickling myself just thinking about these videos because they were so, so honored. Thank you. Uh, it brings me so much joy. That's all I want in life. It's I I cannot I I just love it so much, and I do. Again, I just think it's so, it's like so admirable that like nothing stops you. Like you just keep creating and you just keep making and like so many things. Like you're a musician, your comedy, your theater, like you're everything. It's, it's really, really, really amazing. Thank you. <laughs> of course. I really appreciate that. Oh, Tiffany, this was so lovely. Thank you so much for doing this. I just, you know, a big fan. And I just Oh my God. <laughs> Likewise. I'm such a big fan. This is so fun. <laughs> I my chair is so sweaty. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh. oh well, thank you again thank for you. being here, Mwamwa. And Mwamwa. to everyone else, hey. Keep on gagging. <laughs> An Absolute Gag is produced and edited by me. Cover art provided by Grace Greenwood at 1310 Studios. Follow her on Instagram at 1310 underscore studios or visit their website at www.1310studios.com. Music provided by Vivera. Find them on Spotify and iTunes. Rate and subscribe to the podcast on all podcatcher apps, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Follow the pod on Instagram and Twitter at an absolute gag pod. Thanks for listening. Now pump it, queens. 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 Pump it, queens.